0: Welcome to the Seat of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Delly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of our church family at Seat of Life, we welcome you to Seat of Life Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray today, Father God, that you would make your presence known to these your people today. Cause your voice to be heard and cause your spirit to manifest through the ministry of your word today. I pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, that you would let the power of the Holy Spirit bring about a change of story to all of those who are hearing and listening to this broadcast today. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to Seed of Life Lifelines. We have a brand new message for you entitled, The Supernatural Power of Your Faith. So, we're going to look at it today, but I got a word from God for you today, and I want you to know this. Today, any tree or any plant that your Heavenly Father has not planted in your life is going to be uprooted and removed out of your life today as you hear. And believe the Word of God. And I want you to know that every plant or tree that our Heavenly Father has not planted in your life shall be uprooted. Every evil, fate killing, unjust deed did against your life because you've made time for God today to hear the Word of God. God said He's gonna remove every obstacle and every barrier out of your life in Jesus' name. Every plot, every plan, and every scheme of the devil is gonna fall to the ground as you learn. About the power of your own personal faith. Because it's your time. Amen. It's your time and the hand of God is going to be moving today for your life. So sit back, take some good notes, and get ready to receive the word of God. Now understand, whatever Christ died for you to have in your life that's not manifesting currently, I'm telling you today will be a turning point and it will be a day of restoration in your life. As you get revelation knowledge on how to apply the word of God in your own life and to see your faith working for yourself in Jesus name now this is your day amen this is your day of visitation praise God by the Holy Spirit and when the Holy Spirit comes in after you hear this word you're going to leave out of here praise God looking for opportunities to demonstrate faith to God so that God can get involved in your life because there's power in your own personal faith and that's what we're talking about today the supernatural power of your faith turn with me in your Bibles let's go to it amen let's look at Matthew chapter 15 I'm going to show you that amen you need to operate in faith in this time that we live in you know we're living under this COVID-19 status and they're predicting and saying and speaking things that are not according to the word of God. That's what them people in the world. Every time you hear someone talk about the pandemic, every time you hear about deaths and the death count is going up, you ought to open your mouth and say it shall not come near me. Because when you apply faith to every situation, it exempts you from what should happen. Glory to God, because the hand of God now comes in. And begins to demonstrate his power for your life. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at Matthew chapter 15. Go to verse number 21. We're talking about the supernatural power of your faith. Amen. The Bible says, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Terra and Sidah. And behold, a woman of Cana came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. But he answered and said, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him. You need to underline that in verse 25. She came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered her and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it unto the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet. The dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Praise the name of God. Let me tell you something. When you operate in faith and you come after Jesus, You humble yourself. Praise the Lord. There is not a thing in this earth that God will withhold from you. The Bible says in Psalms 84 verse 9 and 10. No good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. This woman found the key to receiving from God based upon what she believed him to do. And if you're going to have what God wants you to have in this life, you better be a person of faith at this hour. Amen. You have been designed, praise God, by God. To live by faith. Faith is the master key. Amen. And the way that you live a life of living on top and not at the bottom is the operating faith. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 26. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Verse number 8. I'm going to show you this is what you've been made for. Glory to God. This is the hour that you've been made for. And it doesn't matter what's happening in the world. Glory to God. You need to start believing God to be the God of the signs and the wonders and the miracles of God for your own personal life. Amen. I'm telling you, there are people that are in the church. There are people that live for God, but never experience his power in their life. Here's the kind of God that you serve. You got to come to know God like this. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 8. The Bible says, and the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness. And with signs and with wonders. Understand, that's the kind of God that you serve. Glory to God. That's the God of the of the Bible. He operates in signs and wonders. And he has given you power. If you look over there in Mark 16, 17, and 18, you'll see the kind of life that you're supposed to be living. You're supposed to have, amen, it's been mandated unto you, a life filled with signs and wonders and miracles. Because you're not... Intended God didn't send Jesus to die so that you can live a regular life. You ought to have a supernatural life, and that lifestyle should be appropriating the promises of God for your life every day. This is what the Bible says in Mark chapter sixteen, verse seventeen and eighteen. Jesus said this and it's written, He said, And these signs, these signs shall follow them that believe, in my name they shall do what? Cast out devils." They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. Now, understand, that's a supernatural spiritual lifestyle to every believer. Jesus Christ himself said that. Now, you know, the church gets into, uh, into watering the gospel down, and they make the word of God of no effect. They have a sign of uh, a, a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. But you were intended. To operate with the power of God and to connect to God in faith. And that's what God sent me here today to let you know that God has mandated that you operate in supernatural power. Now, I understand you have an enemy and sometimes life is a faith. But you know what? Uh, life, Life is a fight. But sometimes, you know, life is a fight. But you can have the victory. Amen. Amen. Yes, you can by faith. Amen. There is a fight of faith. The Bible says we should fight the good fight of faith, but how are we going to fight the good fight of faith if we don't understand how our own personal faith is supposed to work. So that's what we're going to be talking to you today about. I want you to look at it in the word of God. The hand of God that performs the supernatural and the miraculous operates Through your own personal faith. Amen. The Bible is 66 books of supernatural faith seed. And you're going to have to get into the word of God. And fight the good fight of faith. And understand how to uh, uh, exact. Amen. The power of God. And release faith in every situation. So you can have the victory. Amen. And listen. Listen. Hear me now. It can and will. faith. It can and will make manifest all the promises of God with power for your life. As you live in this earth, you know, the Bible says this. Listen to me. First John chapter five, verse four, it says this. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now, faith is not just your determined ability to believe. And we're going to get into that. Faith is a supernatural force that comes from the written word of God that if deployed properly, you can have everything Jesus Christ died for you to have that's written in his Bible. If you'll study along with us, you're going to find that God has that for you. God has given us a supernatural word to live a supernatural lifestyle. Amen. Yes, he has. God has chosen the supernatural force of faith to connect to his people. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that without faith, the supernatural power of God unto us without faith, It's impossible to please God for they that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When you're diligently seeking God, you're spending time with God in his word. You're, You're associating yourself with a good local church that's teaching the Bible. You're praying, amen, and meditating the word of God. You're talking to God. Non-stop, constantly. I mean, it's, it's not a moment in my day that I'm not thinking upon God or, or having God involved in my life. I'm telling you, when you become like that, you become a person of faith and you begin to live off the word of God because that's how you were designed to live. Now, understand, faith is not psychological. Faith is not Uh, philosophical it's not a psychological force or philosophical force and it's not a product of your humanistic reasoning you know if I can just you know build up enough ability to believe that I'm going to do this one day and I'm going to do that I just become determined in my own natural self you might get you might accomplish that but it wasn't from God amen God has purposed a lifestyle for the believer and that lifestyle is faith Amen. Yes, he has. Let me show you something. Look look at Proverbs chapter. If you're doing anything big and you're not in faith, you know what? You might might accomplish it, but it didn't come from God. That's the difference between believers and non-believers. Believers Believers operate from the foundational platform of faith to please God. Because in the end, it's just going to be you and God. Amen. Look at Proverbs chapter 3. If you're doing anything big in your life, if you believe in God for anything big, college tuition, uh, a business upturn uh, if you believe in God to get married. You better do this one thing. You better be praise God. You better be checking with God on it. You better. Amen. Go to God with it first. If you're a person of faith. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding. See, no humanist degree reasoning and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path amen if you acknowledge God in every situation father God should I take this job father God should I take this client on father God in Jesus name I need to know is that the man to marry is that the woman to marry praise God in all your ways acknowledge him father God should I associate myself with these people should I fellowship or be friends with that person now let's look at it Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13 I said that The Lord has designed you by faith to be the head and not the tail, above only, not beneath. And as we look at chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, verse number 13, we're going to see how that happens. How does God make that manifest? That's the supernatural mandate in the will of God for every believer. But how does that manifest for us in our lives? I'm going to show you in the word of God. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13, the Bible says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only. And thou shalt not be beneath, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. That if is conditional. God has a desire for you to be the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. But it's predicated on whether or not you will obey the word of the Lord and hearken unto his commandments. Amen. Not just hear him. And not just pause, at them, but to observe and to do what the Word of God says. There is a Godward part and there is a manward part for this encounter of turnaround to take place in your life. When you commit yourself to God and just say, Father God, I commit to your word today. I believe your word as this man of God is preaching it, and I believe it because I see it written in your word. I commit myself to your word today, and I ask you, Father God, to come into my life and command the turnaround that I need in my life today in Jesus' name. And I'm telling you, you start seeking after God and doing what he said, and the power of God will show up, amen, because, amen, faith is the master key to the supernatural power of God it's also this 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 scripture right here is also where most believers miss miss it they miss it because they hear the word of God they go to church they 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 fall in love with amen with the ministry, but they don't take the next step in doing What the word of God says. They don't take the next step in demonstrating faith to God. And that faith is the only way to please God. Praise God. And so we got to do it. Amen. Because we can do it. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 says this. That he has given every man the measure of faith. And you know what? So there's nobody who has an advantage over another person. He has given every man the measure of faith. Let's look at that. Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And verse number, I think it's verse number three. He's giving every man the measure of faith. He said this, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, so that there, nobody has an advantage, but to think soberly according to as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. He has given me the same measure. He has given you the same measure at, at, at our born-again experience. The difference is what you do with your faith in developing it and working faith and living by faith after you get saved. Amen. You, God never intended for you, when you get out of here, to have the same measure of faith that He gave you when you got saved. You're supposed to take your, the faith that He gave you, develop it through the study of the Word of God, sitting under the Word of God, praying and meditating the Word of God, and taking the principles and precepts of God and and making them a, a lifestyle, Amen, in your everyday living. And then you'll see the power of the Holy Spirit and God come on the scene. To change your story because God has designed you to live by faith. Let's look at it. Romans 10 verse 17 says this. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now that's how faith comes but that's not what makes faith manifest. What makes faith manifest is hearing and understanding the word of God and then doing what the word of God says. Faith comes by hearing. But the Bible also says in Proverbs 4, verse 26, Proverbs 4, verse 6, it says, uh, above all you're getting, get thee an understanding. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6, above all you're getting, get thee an understanding. So as I get faith, I got to get an understanding of faith. Praise God. I got to get an understanding on how to operate in faith. I got to get an understanding on how to approach God with my own personal faith like this woman did. This Canaanite woman did. She came to Jesus. She was humble. Praise God. She came to Jesus. She worshipped him. Amen. She came to Jesus even though she was the least likely to make it and didn't even have a covenant with God. It stopped God's kingdom for her and her daughter got free. Of that demonic oppression. And I'm telling you. You can get a hold of Jesus right now. If you operate in the faith that takes. Amen in Jesus name. Amen. Now listen to this. The reason we need to know this. Is because we're living. In an era. In a season of a pandemic. The spirit of death. Is ravaging this whole nation. And the Bible says. In Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. But the people who do know. Their God shall be strong and do great exploits. God is looking for people who will be the people who will do exploits in his name. People need to know you to be a person of faith. People need to know that you know how to turn your faith loose for for anything they need. They need they can come to you and agree and, and get the breakthrough that they need because you're operating a supernatural power of faith. You're not just praying. You're operating in a supernatural force called faith and that Power can change people's lives. Glory to God. And cause you to live, to be the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. I'm telling you, with this pandemic, the devil is running around, killing folks left and right. You ought to be the person of faith in your household. You ought to be the priest of your own home. Honey, at my house, listen, I know I'm the priest of my home. I pray for my whole family. I anoint everybody in the house. I anoint the doorposts of our house every day. Glory to God. Amen. I anoint my children. I anoint my wife. I pray for the people in our church home. I release the anointing of exemption for them. Praise God. And the power of the living God shows up and it's keeping me and my house and the people associated with our ministry. It's keeping them if they if they abide in his word and they walk uh, uprightly before God and, and don't get out from under the covenant of God. Amen. Through foolishness. Amen. Praise God. Because God can only protect you as you stay in Christ. You walk outside of the covenant of God and get around folks who don't know God. They're not practicing social distancing. They're not wearing their mask. Praise God. Well, you're going to get what they got. Praise God. You got to operate in wisdom. Amen. Faith is not foolishness. Faith means that I'm going to operate in the wisdom of God. And I'm going to demonstrate faith toward God. And the Holy Spirit is going to keep me safe according to the word of God. Amen. Praise God, and that's what we got to do, Amen. Because it's our time, it's our season to receive God's best. It's your time to receive healing for your body. It's your time to receive health, Amen, for your life. Come off of that medicated health. Thank God for medicine, but God has a better plan for you than to live the rest of your life on medicine. Amen. People ask me, "Well, Pastor, should we take the should we take the uh, take the shot, honey?" I'm telling you. As soon as the spirit of God speak to me, if he say, take the shot, I'm taking it. Praise God. Amen. I want to be on record right now. We need to do everything that we possibly can do to live and not die. The Bible says, having done all the stand I stand. And the Bible also says, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And medicine comes out of the earth. Amen. So if God told me to do it, amen, I'd do it. And I'm expecting to do it. Glory to God. Amen. Because it's our time to receive God's best. Amen. We can't receive God's best dying before our time. We got to operate in wisdom. It's your time to receive that promotion. It's your time to receive that raise. It's your time to receive that new and better job. It's your time to expand that business and take on new clients and new contracts. Praise God. It's time for that to manifest in your life. Amen. It's time for you to get married and stay married. I know there's some people believing God for a spouse. Amen. It's time for you to get married. And stay married as you operate in faith. You ought to ask God to show you a sign. Is she the one or is he the one? Praise God. Let me tell you something. If if you're a believer, they'll love God just like you love God. Because if they don't, you're in for trouble. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God wants you to have his best as you operate in faith towards him. Amen. Glory to God. It's your time to have the anointing of the Holy Spirit of provision to come to your house. The Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit of provision wants to get involved in your life where you never have another need or struggle financially in your life because the Holy Spirit's ministry is to help you to be the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. You got to believe that today. You are designed to live by faith. Let's look at it. Romans chapter 1. Hallelujah. Faith is all there is, folks. Hallelujah. And it's not... uh, The word faith, it's a supernatural spirit called faith. Glory to God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1 verse 17, For therein the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Glory to God. Honey, if you live in any other way, you might be alive, but it ain't pleasing God. Amen? And like I said, faith is all there is. Amen? The faith message is what Jesus preached. And we're going to show you today that amen. You're going to have to get stir yourself up about getting involved with this with the mandate of faith. And then I'm going to show you some things about your own personal faith. Look at Romans chapter uh, 10 verse 8. Let me show you what Paul said concerning faith and salvation. How do you get saved? You got to hear the word of God in order to get saved. And here's what Paul said. But what saith it The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Paul preached faith. He preached, that's all he preached was faith. Glory to God. Now I know you, you got a whole lot of, you know, denominations and, you know, we, the church has gotten into the spirit of entertainment and, you know, praise God for that. You know, if that's what you like, pop your collar, do your thing. But you better be feeding yourself the word of God in these days that we live in, in these last days, so that you'll be ready for the appearing of Christ when he comes and be recognized by him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we're designed to live by faith. Amen. The people who do know their God, praise God, they shall be strong and do great exploits. That's what God has for us. He wants us to do exploits in his name and live a a faith life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And I understand I'm talking about a faith life, not a religious life. Amen. Jesus, when he comes back, will be looking for people who have faith. Amen. Glory to God. And that carries the direct connotation that if I'm operating in faith, I'm being obedient to the word of God. Now, I understand all you got to do. Well, you know, Pastor, day, I got a few issues. Repent, swallow hard and get delivered. All you got to do is ask God, Father, God, in Jesus name, I missed you today. I pray that you forgive me of my sins in Jesus name. Take this thing from me in Jesus name. I want to serve you. You know what? He'll do it. He'll restore you. He'll restore you. And you can be on your pathway to living by faith again, because God wants you to experience him. Amen. I understand. When you when you operating in faith, you've committed to God to seek ye first His kingdom, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty two and thirty three. The Bible says, "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things, the things you need for your life, every roof for your house, every tie for your car, every debt paid in full. All these things will be added unto you." God is concerned about your life. Praise God. He's concerned about every aspect and area of your life, your job, your marriage, your children. Praise God, your health. Amen. Because he's the God of all flesh. He wants you to have his best, but you're going to have to operate in faith to have it right now. Amen. Glory to God in Jesus name. God will do this and more when you understand the supernatural power of your faith. Now, there's two things we need to get in order. If we're going to be a person of faith and operate with the supernatural power of faith to see the turnaround that we need in our life. Number one, we need to hear and understand the word of God. Amen. And you're going to have to do that by getting involved with a good local church. Find your church, praise God, that's teaching the Bible, that's preaching the word of God to see your life change and empower you. Amen. With God's word for yourself. Amen. Whatever's working in the preacher's life should be working in your life. Praise God. Amen. And when you're operating in faith and you get under, under the word of God, you're going to come into an understanding of covenant living. You're going to come into an understanding of authority. You're going to come into an understanding of what it means to be saved. And you're going to learn to amen the, God's uh, 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 precepts about uh, forgiveness. Amen. You, you can't be a Christian. You got people right now uh, uh, walk around in unforgiveness from one day to the next. Thinking that they're going to heaven. Jesus said this, unless you forgive your brother of his transgressions, I will by no means forgive you of yours. Some people live so much in unforgiveness till it makes God remember the sins of their past because they won't forgive others. You don't want to be that if you're going to operate in faith. Number two, if you're going to operate in faith, you've got to learn to walk in love. Galatians chapter five, verse six says that faith. Work it by love. You need to have the word of God built up on the inside of you and on call and on tap so that when you begin to speak, the power of the Holy Spirit undergirds your words and what you say come to pass. Amen. Whatever you speak will come to pass because God wants you to operate and live off faith. Now, there's a lot of people living off the strength of their own arm. That's not the will of God for you. Praise God. Hear me, child of God. That is not. The will of God for you. Look at it. I'm going to show you something. It'll bring a curse on your life. When you try and live a life apart from God, you know, following after everything that's in the world. Amen. Because you got your own idea, your humanistic reasonings and stuff like that. Look at Jeremiah. Find Psalms and start turning to the right. He's one of the major prophets in the Bible. Jeremiah chapter 17 tells you that you need God. Amen. Because God has a plan for your life. And if you try and, you know, make it on your own and, you know, I just let my good outweigh my bad. That's a bunch of baloney. You need a covenant with God and you need to operate by faith. But here's what the word of God says. Amen. Talking about living and, and trusting in your own self. The Bible says this. Thus saith the Lord, curse be it the man that trusted in man and make it flesh his arm or strength, whose heart has departed from the Lord. Automatically, you depart from God. The curse is all out in the world. We see it right now. Now, I wanted you to know something. The demon spirit named coronavirus is a part of the curse that the devil has sent on the world to kill people because he sees his time is short. Understand something, even with the vaccines and the healings that God is working through medicine, amen, that virus is still going to be out there, amen, the flu virus is still out there, Amen. Red pot, uh, 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 chicken pots is still out there. Measles are still out there. It's just that, praise God, they have vaccines now that uh, makes us immune and inoculates us to those things. They haven't wiped out those diseases. They're still out there. So let's go over here. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 5. And I'm going to show you the faith that creates and how Jesus worked faith. Amen. And how he demonstrated and taught faith to his disciples. Look, look over here in Luke chapter 5. Hallelujah. God is so good. Mm. God is so good. Because God wants you to increase. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. And it's going to take faith in these times that we live in. Or in a world full of shortages. In a world where people, I mean food lines are uh, three and four miles long. We need to know what God has to say. Glory to God about increase. Glory to God. We need to know what God has to say, praise God, about us living to be the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. Look over there in Luke chapter 5, verse number 1. Here's what happened. The Bible says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were going out of them and were washing their nets. Now listen to this. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people. He taught the people out of the ship. Jesus was a teacher of his, of his father's word. And he sat down and he got in the ship and he moved out away from the, into, the, into the lake. So that the people who were on the coast could hear him speaking and see him. And his voice was amplified over the water. Amen. The acoustics was right for preaching. And uh, praise God, he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. Now, what did he teach him? He taught them faith. I'm going to show you that I know that he taught them faith. Because after he taught, he put on a demonstration of what he said. And the Bible said that when he had left speaking, he said unto him, unto Simon, lunch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draft. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have talled all night. Underline that. Tall will never manifest the supernatural power of God. You can work overtime all you want. If you don't have a covenant with God and you're not operating in the power of the Holy Spirit properly, you're going to work yourself to death. Tall is designed to kill you. Glory to God. Amen. It's a form of the curse. But when you're flowing in faith and you believe in God, God is making a way for you. And it's not struggle. It's nothing hard. Amen. You live in the continual flow of his blessing. He said, We have tall all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy what? At thy word. He obeyed. At thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship and that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus', at Jesus knees saying, depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished at all that were with him and all that were with him at the draft of fish which they had taken. Let me tell you something. God has a boatload sinking, fish snake breaking anointing coming to your house if you can begin to operate in your own personal faith toward God and partner with Him with your business. Partner with him with your job. This is what Simon Peter did. He took his business. He was a fisherman. He let Jesus use his boat. Amen. And when things were going bad in his business, he trusted God and did what God said. And because he did that, he received the blessing power of God on his business Amen. And he had more fish than he knew what to do with. God has a boatload sinking fishnet break and anointing that he wants to get in your life. If you can receive the supernatural power of his word for faith today in Jesus name. Three things that this man did. Number one, he partnered his faith with God for the purposes of God. When you put your job on the line and say, Father God, I'm here collecting seed for your kingdom. So I can stay in covenant with you through the tithe and the offering and the almsgiving that you would show me to give. Father God, work miracles for me through my vocation, through my job, because I belong to you. When you do that, God comes into that job. They can't lay you off. Praise God. Amen. You'll be the head not the tail. You'll be you'll constantly be promoted. Glory to God. You have a job filled with ease in Jesus name. God doesn't want that for you. God wants you to be the head, not the tail above me, only not not beneath. Second thing he did, he began to spend time with God, learning the word. He sat out there with the people as Jesus taught, and he heard the word of God just like they heard. Praise God. And he got filled with the word of God. That's why he said, listen, we've talked all night, but nevertheless at your word, because I've been hearing what you've been preaching, Jesus. I know you'd be a person of faith at your word. I'm going to do what you told me to do. Amen and amen. Praise God. So you see, you got to become a ye first person. Amen. Matthew 6, 32. I'll say it again. But if you seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all the things you need for your life will be added unto you as you operate in faith. Third thing that he did. Amen. He was quick to obey the word of God concerning. Amen. What Jesus asked him to do. When God tells you to do something and you're operating in faith, go ahead and do it. Amen. That's the, that that releases the miracle anointing for your life over there in John chapter two. You know, the story about Jesus turning the water to wine, but it started off by his mother asking him for the wine. And uh, she said, woman, my time is not yet. And but she knew that he was a person of faith. And he went to, she went to the people, the servants at the at the reception. He said, whatever he tell you to do, y'all go do it. Amen. Whatever. Be quick to do it, because I know him. That's my son. He's going. when you obey God. The supernatural and miraculous begins to manifest at your house. Praise God. Just like it did at the wedding. Wedding. Amen. And they had wine to drink that they never thought they can drink. Amen. Now, understand, Peter partnered with God. Amen. And we do that by giving to the work of God. He heard the word of God. Amen. You got to find yourself in the Bible and say, Father God, I believe this word is for me. Praise God. And I believe it. Amen. And number three, he obeyed what God told him to do. Amen. You got to do that. You if God tells you to forgive, forgive. If God tells you to give, give. If he tells you to walk in love, walk in love. If he tells you not to be afraid, don't be afraid. Amen. Because God loves you. Listen to me, child of God. You're going to have to demonstrate your own personal faith, just like the woman of Cana that came up to Jesus. You're going to have to demonstrate faith to him in order to receive from him today. Today, I'm going to pray the prayer of faith that the power of the living God will come into your life. Some of you need a lifestyle change, not just just a change. You need a lifestyle change. You need an encounter with God. You went to church. You, You sung in the choir. Praise God. You shook the preacher's hand, but yet there's still nothing happening. God wants to bring a revolution of faith to your life. Come on, let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray and I release the anointing of faith unto your people who are hearing the word of God today. Some of them need bills paid. Father God, bring the salvational anointing of provision, which is theirs through salvation, because they belong to you. Meet and supply every need they have according to your riches and glory. Some of them need healing for their bodies, O God. In Jesus' name, According to Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5, Jesus Christ was wounded for their transgressions and bruised for their iniquities. The chastisement of their peace was upon Christ. And by the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ, let them be healed in Jesus' name. I pray, Father God, some of them need peace in their homes. Lord, you said in the name of Jesus, I will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. I release the anointing of peace into their homes right now that there would be no confusion. In Jesus' name. And Father God, lastly, we rebuke the demon spirit named coronavirus from ever touching them as they operate in faith. You said in your word in Psalms 91 verse 7, a thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. In Jesus' name, we release our faith in your word to perform the works of God for our life. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, that's all I have for this week. If you need to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us at www.seatoflifeministry.org. Or just, you know, call us, you know, look at our website. Find out how to get in touch with us. Praise God. If you need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just repeat this short prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that, amen, God raised you from the dead. I believe you're coming again. I want to be a part of your family I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my doubt and unbelief and all the sins of my past. I accept the power of your blood at Calvary for my salvation. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, I believe you got born again. Until next week, this is Pastor Ellis Daly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of our Seed of Life Church family, we want you to do one thing. Live supernaturally and speak life, because at Seed of Life Church Houston, Amen. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. See you next week. Praise God.